Hello and welcome back to Energy Scan Podcast, your weekly access to timely analysis and data on energy markets from top experts at NG Global Energy Management and Sales. This program is dedicated to exploring the weekly macroeconomic trends as well as focusing on the oil markets. We will be interviewing Olivia Gasnier, Senior Economist at NG Gems for Macroeconomic, Foreign Exchange and Oil Market Research. Hello Olivier. It's already May and central banks are still raising interest rates. How much longer will this go on? Hello, Natalie. Indeed, the, the Fed and the ECB each raised their key rates as expected by 25 base points to 5.25 base points and 3.25 base points respectively last week. But the messages sent by the two central banks and their respective uh, presidents were quite different. Let's start with the Fed, if you don't mind. What are they telling us? Uh, they want to observe the effects of uh, past rate hikes and express concerns about the consequences of the banking crisis, which came back to the forefront with the collapse of First Republic Bank. This is, uh, by the way, the second largest uh, bank failure in the US history. PacWest, which is much smaller, is now in the eye of the storm. Its value fell by 43.3% last week, but it was losing up to 67.5% on Thursday. So the crisis is clearly not over. Okay, so the Fed is done raising rates? Oh, it's quite likely. However, the Fed is putting limits due to uh, core inflationary pressures. There is no question of a rate cut this year, they say, while the market is expecting nearly three rate cuts. The April job report seemed to prove the Fed right with 253,000 new jobs on wages accelerating to plus 4.4% year on year. Moreover, the latest senior loan officer survey, which has been released on uh, the 8th of May, does not show any particularly strong effect of the banking crisis on the credit conditions, which have continued to tighten nonetheless. But demand for credit is already falling sharply as a result of rising interest rates. This is yet another indication that a recession is likely to occur in a few months. What about the ECB? The ECB refutes any idea of a pause, as some of its members wanted to rise rate by 50 base points again this time. One or even two more 25 base point rate hikes are possible. This is what the markets are expecting. The slowdown in core inflation started only very timidly in April, 5.6% uh, after 5.7% in March. But as in the US, the impact of a rate hike is already being felt on credit demand, as shown by the latest TCB lending survey. And the latest indicators are no good, are they? One could even say that they are catastrophic in Germany, where activity fell sharply in April. Listen, minus 2.4% months-on-months for retail sales, minus 5.2% for exports, minus 6.4% for imports, minus 10.7% for industrial orders, minus 3.4% for production. These figures may however be based by a significant seasonal effect, but they weaken the position of the ECB hawks. One interesting thing to note is that the divergence between the Fed and the ECB 
has already been largely taken into account by the markets, as evidenced by the fact that the euro-dollar exchange rate is unable to sustainably rise about uh, above 110. We can even see that uh, this uh, exchange rate has fallen below 110 significantly at the start of the week. What are we watching this week? So, the senior loan officer survey in the US on credit conditions has already been mentioned. For the Fed on the markets, the second important deadline of the week will be the publication of the April US inflation figures, with an expected decline in core inflation from 56 to 5.4%. Uh, this will be followed a bit later by the Producer Price Index and the University of Michigan Consumer Survey. Otherwise, the Bank of England meeting should also result in a 25 base point rate hike. Let's move on to oil. Prices have come down a lot since mid-April a month ago, haven't they? How do you explain that? Fear of rising central bank rates? Indeed, after the announcement of the OPEC production cut, the price of uh, Brent First nearby has uh, risen to nearly $87.5 per barrel. But last week, they almost touched $71 uh, per barrel and ended up posting a decline of uh, more than $4 per barrel for the week. They are now around uh, $76 per barrel. Global demand concerns were exacerbated early in the week by the plunge in the Chinese uh, manufacturing PMIs below the 50 level, reflecting a decline in activity. The fact that Saudi Aramco cut its uh, crude oil prices to the uh, Asian customers for June only added to these concerns on the publication this morning of disappointing Chinese import statistics with a decline in the volume of crude oil imported in April only confirmed them. Manufacturing PMIs also remain weak in Europe and the US. The proximity of the Fed and ECB meetings highlighted the difficulties of central banks in curbing inflation and the impact of their policies on banks, creating an unfavorable macroeconomic environment for the oil demand outlook. So there are fears on the demand side? Not only. On the supply side, the lack of a decline in Russian exports and the greater doubts surrounding the implementation of the production cut announcements also continue to weigh on prices. All in all, the assumption of the scenarios assuming a tight market for uh, from spring to the end of the year are being called in question. Yet crude oil inventories continue to fall in the US. Indeed, minus 1.3 million barrels last week, but more importantly, gasoline inventories rose by 1.7 million barrels due to a significant drop in demand while pump prices had started to fall, which does not really promise a very intense driving season in the US. The crack spreads on gasoline fell again and is now equivalent to the crack spreads on diesel around $15 per barrel only. Thank you, Olivier and Nathalie, for these clear insights. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. See you all next week for your weekly Energy Scan podcast. Stay up to date about energy market trends in no time. Build market views with top quality data and interact with experts to support your decision making. Visit energyscan.ng.com to learn more.